girl. Welcome to the Empower Her podcast, where we are all about taking purpose-driven action toward building lives we really freaking love. My name's Keisha, and I'm an entrepreneur obsessed with giving you actual tools to help take you from where you are now to where you want to go in your life, career, and relationships. And this podcast is all about real talk and having some fun as we share incredible stories, tips, and tricks to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriend, let's do the damn thing. Girl, I am so excited that you're here for today's episode because we have on the show my girl, Erin Porter, and I love this woman. The way I describe her is she's kind of just like an exhale in a human form, like... You just feel so safe and comfortable around her. And you're going to love this episode because it's super tactical. We're talking about different like modalities that you can use and things that you can implement in your life to have less stress and anxiety and overwhelm. Or when you feel those things coming up for you, ways that you can tap into yourself to just support yourself. Because she is a spiritual business coach, but she's also a trainer of NLP. She's a breathwork facilitator. She's got a ton of experience with somatic healing. And gosh, she is just absolutely incredible. If you happen to be coming to Empower Her Live, our in-person event this weekend in Denver, this uh, September 22nd through the 24th, you also will get to do a breathwork activation with her on Sunday morning that is going to blow your damn mind. I'm so excited. And she has a booth so you can go chat with her and all the things. But regardless, if you're coming to the event or not, check this episode out. And also you can go check out her podcast too. It's called The Energetics of Business, but I think you're really going to love this one. And it's going to leave you with just tactical tools to put in your toolbox because we're all going to have seasons where we feel stressed or overwhelmed or kind of anxious. So like, let's get more tools to support us, right? So without further ado, let's dive into the show. Erin, oh, I love you so much and you know this, but I'm so excited to have you on the show. I think this is going to be such a powerful episode. I know we just talked about this for a second to kind of set the expectations with the listener. I envision this episode feeling like if right now you're in a stressful state or you've got a lot of pressure, that's even if it's self-imposed pressure, that this episode will just make you feel like... At the end. So that's our intention today because you are the queen of any time that I talk to you about anything, if I'm ever feeling a little off, that you make me feel that way. So Erin, hi, welcome. Hi. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Of course. So one thing for anyone that's not familiar, can you just give like a high level overview of why are you just like this angel in a human form? And also how in the world did you get introduced to the work that you're doing? And then we'll we'll dig into all the juice. Yeah, yeah. So I, I started finding a lot of like the inner work, the energetics, breath work, you know, a lot of stress reducing techniques because I was so high stress most of my life and I didn't realize it. Like if you would have asked me, like, Erin, are you stressed? I'm like, no, I'm I'm managing nine thousand things, but everything's great, everything's awesome. <laughs> like always had on that smile, but everything was so tucked down within. And I didn't realize that a lot of the like physical ailments that I had, you know, growing up and getting sick all the time and extreme burnout and all of that was because I just stored 
all of the stress in my body and it would show up in relationship, in work, in my business. And it was almost like, you know, you know when you go to the doctor and they're like, we don't really know what's, what's wrong with you. Like I had that so often and it was just stress. It was emotions. It was trauma. It was everything. And so between a lot of burnout in career, life, business relationships, I was like, something has to change and I can't keep operating at this way. I mean, I could, but I would just keep redoing the cycle. And so I was like, I gotta, I gotta get out of this cycle. I got to get out of this loop of burnout. Yeah. Do you feel like there are a lot of people? So I have a couple questions first because I've noticed that there are some women in this community and someone is going to hear this and it's going to resonate in such a deep way that do what I did in the past where it's almost like chaos and a million moving parts and moving at such a fast pace. Even if you know it's not working for you anymore, it's so normal to you that you like default to that normal state or that, Mm -hmm. or you create chaos when it doesn't even need to exist because it feels familiar to your body. Like, do you notice that that's a pattern for a lot of women and, and how do they even like fix that if it is? Yeah, 1000%. And the, with like the chaos example, that goes back to, you know, let's say like childhood or anything that feels like a familiar pattern, even though you're like, wait, I don't actually want chaos. I want calm. Your body's default is going to go back to, well, let me make this more chaotic or let me make this more, have more turmoil. It's like, we're going to do it unconsciously because your unconscious mind is like 99% and your conscious mind's 1%. And so people try to change things habitually or change like a habit or their environment. And not that those are bad things that change, but like, you're going to keep coming up. It's going to like, it's almost like, you know, when you're little and your mom's like, Hey, I'm going to check and see if your room's clean. You just like shove everything underneath the bed. And then (laughs) you're like, Oh wait, I can only like do that for so long. And it's, it's very similar. So it's like, we will go to that path just because like, we know how to operate in it. It's like, you know, if chaos is the default, you know how to operate in chaos. And so it kind of just becomes like your set point, if you will. And you're like, I know how to get out of this. I know how to be in it. And I know how to survive from it. And so we'll do what we need to do in order to survive. Yeah. And do you feel like that is – because it's almost like the layer of like, let me find the habits or let me find the goal almost feels as if and – and you know, when I first met you, it was really when I started to get my eyes more opened to like even the energetic side of things in general because I was like, what's what I'm doing got me here, but mm-hmm. I was just very aware that it wasn't going to get me there. And even in this state that, you know, that we're currently talking, being pregnant, knowing that I'm moving into a new transition, I'm like – I can feel that my body is like, you need to be more open and receptive to things like breath work or things like energetic work. But do you feel as if there are a lot of people that are resistant because they don't see like the ROI on it, right? Because like we have a lot of type A, like, you know, like podcasters, business owners that are listening into this, or even just like high achieving women in the corporate world where they're like, okay, that sounds good. But like, I don't really know if I need that. So can you kind of speak to like that demographic and how that can just kind of help you if you're more open-minded to things or different modalities that you might've just been like, meh, I don't know. Yeah. You know, I I think I I was the same way. I just chased like strategy after strategy, tactical thing after, after tactical thing. So I, I did that and I totally get it. If you're listening to this and you're like, no, but I don't know if I really like need to do a lot of this and you feel resistance to it. The reason why we feel resistance to it is because it's usually going to help us get out of whatever patterning that we're in. And then there's fear of not operating in the same way that we did before. So we're just Mm going to go back to the familiar path. And so, yeah, I totally get 
get the resistance thing. Uh, again, if you're listening, you're like, I don't know about all this inner stuff because it makes you turn inward yeah. and you actually have to like remove yourself out of some of the things that you've been doing. Well, that have might have gotten you here, but it's like to get there, it's, it, you know, it's your nervous system is going to be the first thing that leads you in your life. And I think for a lot of people, they can build to a certain point in success and business or whatever by not doing this. But then you hit that breaking point where you're like, Mm, something's got to change and you can try to think your way out of it all the live long day. But the thing is, it's like that it's everything underneath of the hood that is going to get you there. And while you might not see, um, you know, like an ROI in terms of like, okay, I do this strategy, I get this thing. It is an internal strategy and it's the longevity, it's the sustainability. So it's like, you can avoid it to a certain point, but then at some point, like you just, you got to lean into it and embrace it and start seeing that like, like that is the, it is the internal ROI. And I think we have to, as a society and as women and as, you know, business owners, whatever, value our internal ROI as much as we do our external ROI, because that will increase your external ROI if you actually value all of the internal stuff, just as you do all of the external success too. Just, yes. I mean, full body, yes, because it's like, to me, I think about like how I feel about myself when I'm by myself. That's the goal that I'm always working on and focusing on how I can build confidence. But it's like, if you don't feel good in your own body or you don't feel, cause like, I think there's this like scarcity that comes when you're going into a new season. So like right mm-hmm. now, you know, even at the time that this episode is released, it's like moving back into fall and maybe the kids are going back to school or maybe now you're actually going to ask for that promotion or you're starting that new side thing or you're getting back to like, these are some of the things that I want to do tactically. It's like, we can get so focused on that aspect of it, but it's like, we have to remember that like, sometimes we get fearful of how we're going to get somewhere, but it's because we don't feel as if we have enough tools in our toolbox to support us. And so let's talk about what some of those like tactical tools are for like stress management and just like little things that we can do where people can use this episode as like literally a tool they can tap back into when they're moving into, whether that is a season that there's a lot that they're juggling or it's a season where they're moving into unknown. Cause that's where, I mean, I'm in that right now of like, you know, moving into like motherhood. And I know there's a lot of women that are in that like in between stage of like, I don't really know what's next for me. And like trying to be comfortable with sitting in that rather than just like working through it. Right. Like and working through it as in like overworking yourself and not doing the inner work. Right. So let's talk about tactical. So what, what works? <laughs> yes. Okay. So I get a few different things I want to share because Again, it doesn't always have to be this like long drawn out process and practice. Uh, you know, sometimes that might be what you need to do is like, you know, lay down for an hour, meditate, breathe. But I think if you're listening to this and you're someone that's on the go, sometimes you have a minute. Like if you're a mom, you have a minute, you have two minutes, like you have something in the car while you're dropping off the kids or whatever the, the, the case may be. So the first one that I love is EFT tapping, emotional freedom techniques. If you've ever heard of that, you can always go through the full tapping sequence. It's really beautiful because it's actually connected in um, with Chinese medicine. So you're tapping on the acupuncture or acupressure lines that Chinese medicine connects into. So one that's really easy. And if you're, um, if you're just listening to this, find like your collarbone, 
And if you find your collarbone, you can actually just take your like two fingers or three fingers and just tap right there. So this meridian line is actually related to like your kidneys or your uh, adrenals. And so it'll help you with just releasing fear and stress. So like if I'm on the airplane, I'm literally just tapping on my collarbone and that's helping to release some stress. So that's one, you can go through a full EFT sequence, but that's just like one quick one where anytime you feel fear or general stress, just tap on your collarbone over and over again. Oh my gosh. Why do we not learn this earlier in life? Right? Like I know. I'm I wish kids to, like, like we had baby. Yeah. When we have th- like things like the, this, that you would so like, you know, for moms listening into this, it's like, you would so easily do that to a kid if you felt like it could help them, like whatever they needed. But it's like, you're not taking 30 seconds, a minute for yourself to just like, let me just try this. Like, why not try it? Right. And mm-hmm. see how, it, how it helps you and supports you. I love that. Okay. That's a juicy Yeah. Thing. So I'd say that that's the first one. And I literally just did a session with a kid the other day because he was feeling, you know, anxious with sports and stuff. And I was like, okay, you're out on the field. Just start tapping for a little bit, reset your system and, and go. So it's, that one's a quick reset. Uh, another one that I love with breath work is specifically box breathing. Mm-hmm. So box breathing is where you inhale in through the nose for the count of four. So hold up at the top for the count of four. And then exhale out through the mouth for four. And then hold at the bottom for four. And that just going through that cycle will literally reset. So again, it's just inhale into the nose for the count of four. Hold up at the top for the count of four. Exhale out for the count of four. And then bottom hold for the count of four. Do like four to five rounds of that. And again, it's just so simple and easy. And it helps with like stress relief, um, anxiety, anything, uh, just even doing a couple of rounds. It's super potent. So it's so good to even like think about having anything that you could tap into when you're in that state where you're about to react in a way that you know you're not going to be excited about in the future, right? Like even just like full transparency this morning, you know, at the time of this recording, like we're doing renovations in our house and I went over to the house and my husband, Zeno was there and I was like, this is not like even close to where we need it to be. And I could like feel all this stress that was like building up. And instead of like breathing or I don't know, tapping my collarbone or just giving myself a second, the way I reacted was like, we should have had this all done sooner. Like, oh my gosh, now I'm so stressed about this. And I'm choosing that label. And then my body, I could physically feel my body reacting. And I'm like, okay, I need like a tool that I can build the habit of tapping into the tool rather than just like trying to go through the motions when something like that comes up. You know what I mean? So for anyone listening in, it's like those moments in your day where you have something like that come up, it's like walking yourself, even if you're at work and you have like a really frustrating manager or something, it's like walking yourself to the bathroom and just, or even a hallway and just breathing for a second. Like there's so much power in just like exiting a situation and then coming back with just like a more clean slate of a mind that like, I, I catch myself a lot more now than I used to when I do things like that. But I'm like, gosh, it's just so helpful. It seems so simple. So it almost feels like it wouldn't actually get you where you want to go, but it like stops you and grounds you. So you can be present where your feet are and then make a better decision of how you want to act in that moment. 
you know? For sure. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're habitual humans. So we're going to go with our fight, our flight, our freeze, our fawn, whatever kind of our default is, is when we have overwhelm in the system, all of that roots back in, into childhood, kind of like how we find safety. And so that's also something that I think is really helpful for people to do. Well, two, two things. One is orient to safety when you're in transition, which sounds really silly. It's very much for your primal body. So like when I, before I hopped onto this call, even though I know you and, you know, yeah. we've, we've connected many, many times or, you know, I'm going to go do something after this. It's different. I'm going to go for a walk. I let my body transition. So what I do is I'll find something externally that feels like safety. So it's like right now I'm noticing, okay, I'm sitting on my chair. This is holding me. I'm just kind of relaxing into that. I'm noticing, you know, my walls are safe. I got my dogs here. I'm feeling my heart beating. So I find internal and external safety, noticing my breath because our, our body, when we're going into something different, again, all of those responses are going to come up and it's all linked a lot into us feeling safe. Like, of course, consciously we're like, yeah, I feel safe, but our body might tell a different story. Mm -hmm. So even as you like get in the car, you go somewhere, you hop on a call or a meeting that you have to do orient, give yourself a minute to just orient from one thing to the next. Even when I have back to back to back calls in a day, it's 10, 30, 10 seconds to 30 seconds to a minute to just allow myself to transition. Cause again, then you can actually be where you're at and be, you know, where, where your feet are and allow yourself to have that full presence because then I can let go of everything that I need to let go of so I can be fully here. So that was one thing I wanted to add and to your situation that you were just sharing something that could have been good in that moment too. um, Besides like the breathing and the tapping is actually just shaking the body when there's a lot of discharge. Mm. Think of like dogs, you know, when they like come inside and they like shake off the energy from being outside, you have to do that too. So like I'll shake my body, I'll stand up and I'll just kind of like bounce up and down and I'll just move everything that I need to move out. Because if, again, if you're trying to make a decision you're trying to figure something out and you're doing it from where like your cognition so cloudy because you're in that state you're going to you're going to make a response from that state. And then now your foundation is built from that state. So I'm always like, get into a regulated state, then respond, then figure out what you need to do. But like the place in your brain where you make decisions is going to be off when you're, when you're in more of that fight or flight response. So two, two other quick little things too. That's so important for people to know. I actually really think for my personality, the shake thing could be a really good thing to start implementing. Like, so Taylor, sure. um, but also just like when you feel you can energetically, like if you allow yourself to really just like think about your actual physical body, which I think so often we're moving so fast or we're going through the motions or we're going through these things that we're doing on a regular basis that we don't stop to just think, where is this energy actually stored in my body? And like, how is this coming out? We don't even stop to give ourselves like a a few seconds to think about it. And it's like, that is such a powerful way to move through your day of just like having these things tactically. Girl. I am so excited because there have been a lot of you that have reached out to me recently telling me that you want to start your own podcast. And I don't know if you know this, but of all podcast hosts, only 20% are women. So we need more women getting their message and their voice out into the world. And we need more podcasts. And if you didn't know, I've helped hundreds of women launch their podcast and even grow, scale, and monetize their shows through my programs. 
And I'm really pumped to let you know that I will be launching another cohort in January. And this is for you if you are someone who's had an idea of wanting to start a podcast or this very gut feeling that you want to start a show, but you have been getting in your own damn way, whether that's the fear that's holding you back, or maybe it's this analysis paralysis, you haven't made it a priority, you haven't had enough skin in the game, or you just feel like, I don't even know where to start. If so, I've got your back. I have this cohort program. It's eight weeks long and it's you and about 50 other women that are going through this cohort together. We take you from idea to actually launching your show. And what's cool about this program is it's one part self-paced, one part group Zoom calls with me. And then we also have a Facebook group. So it's like you're going through this course with other women that are also launching their podcasts. You get to connect with each other, support each other as you're launching. I'm super, super interactive and involved with those of you that are in the course to give you all sorts of feedback around your intro and your avatar and content creation, how to stay consistent. Of course, the ins and outs of tech, recording equipment, all of that jazz. But really the foundation is setting you up for success to build an awesome podcast and community around your show. So Again, I'm not doing my next cohort until January, but if you are interested in being part of this cohort or being the first to know as soon as spots are open, I want you to text the word LAUNCH to 512-548-2728. Again, text the word LAUNCH to 512-548-2728, and you'll be the first to know as soon as spots are available for our January cohort because, oh man, I love helping podcasters launch, and we just actually had a squad that launched their podcast a couple weeks ago. And I was like, I got to do this. I got to do it again. Um, so after maternity leave, I'm coming back and we're going to do one of these cohorts again in January. So if you're interested, again, text the word LAUNCH to 512-548-2728. All right, let's dive back into the show. But I have to ask you, Erin, because I, I literally love asking you everything about life. Um, okay, this this like primal nature of this like fight or flight or fawn, can you explain like how that manifests in like 30 somethings, right? Like like a lot of women that are listening into this that they're like, what do I feel like my normal default is? Cause I feel like if we aren't aware of it, then it's like how do we then do something about it, right? So how do you help people identify like what is their default and and even figure out like where that might have come from? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think it, the easiest way is notice when you have overwhelm in your system. So anytime that you're yeah. feeling overwhelmed, you're feeling stressed and asking yourself, okay, how do I t- tend to operate in overwhelm? So for some people, if you're feeling overwhelmed, you're feeling stressed, you're going to go into more of a fight response. It's like, all right, we got to go. Come on, push. You might get more aggressive. I would say you yeah. try to get like bigger than the situation. And there's more of what you would naturally just think of as fight more of a flight response is I just got to like do, do, do work, 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 get through it, get on the other side of it. And there's very much like that worker bee kind of energy. Yeah. Fawn is like, I'm feeling stressed. Have I made somebody else comfortable, um, uncomfortable? Now let me people please or adjust mm-hmm. myself, become a chameleon in order to diffuse the situation. So I don't have to be in the overwhelm or whatever that might be. And freeze. Think of it like, you know, when an animal is freezing out outside and you just kind of feel immobilized, like you can't move, you can't take action, you might dissociate a little bit, and you just feel stuck in that. So the first thing is the awareness of, okay, what happens when I'm in overwhelm? Where does my body tend to go? Do I you know, tend to brace back or go forward? Kind of where does my energy go? Where does my thoughts go? And you, you gave kind of a beautiful introduction to this is I always notice whenever that's popping up for me, 
okay, how is this showing up in my body? What does the sensation feel like? And then I pause and I just bring awareness to the sensation. Like instead of trying to fix it and try to, instead of trying to get over it or get out of it, what like the beauty, the most beautiful, simple thing that you can do is just presence what's there and, and ask that part of you, like, Hey, what do you need in this moment? Yeah. It's almost like when, you know, if you, if you're a mom, maybe you might relate to this when your kid's like, mom, 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 or, you know, or like someone's like, Hey, 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 the moment that you just turn and presence it, it'll melt. Like if you give it some spaciousness, the thing is though, is like, we try to like push it down, keep going, get rid of it, you know, uh, judge ourselves for feeling that way. And so if you just turn towards it, presence it, see what it needs, you'll start to get a little bit more movement from, from there. Yeah. That's so great. So I have another question on that (laughs) is I feel like this is honestly, if you and I were just like chatting and I'm like, I'm just going to get some juicy, juicy (laughs) insight from you because I know women in the community are going to vibe with this. So what about when you're in this state where you know that you're at, like, cause I've been playing with this idea in my head of like when you're at overwhelm and you need to take things off your plate and learn how to ask for help and maybe not say yes to things that don't feel like they're really aligned for you. But then there's this other state. And I'm curious how, is how, like how you energetically manage this when you're at your maximum capacity, but it's not from a place of overwhelm. It's from a place where like, you know, when you're just feeling that stretch to the next level where, you know, internally, you know that you're capable, but you've kind of reached this maximum capacity level and you know that you need to work through it to continue to evolve. And because those things are very different, you know, when like, it's like, ah, I have too many things on my plate and like, I'm saying yes to things and there's underlying people pleasing tendencies. And I, you know, all of that versus like, Ooh, I'm being stretched because there might be someone listening into this. Well, for sure there is. That's like, she's calling her shot on something big and she doesn't have proof to look back on in her past and say, see, last time I did this, it worked out. She's really feeling this like bigness of like wanting to step into that dream, but she feels like she's at that maximum capacity of like, oh my gosh, how am I going to do this? What has been helpful when, cause you've worked with so many entrepreneurs, so many people in general, but like what's been helpful to help when you're in that season? Yeah. So I think the first thing is like you, and it sounds really silly, but like you just, you need to first let your body know that we're in two different scenarios and situations. Like for me, anytime that I feel that way, I have to remind my body that this is a season that we're in. I'm not going back to the old Aaron that, you know, would just go, 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 do, do, do everything. Like this is, you know, things that we're excited about and we're aligned for. So I remind my body of that because your body's listening to you. So I'm like, Hey, we have a lot going on. I know it's feeling like a lot. This is a season. And I'll just kind of feedback that to, to my body. The second thing that I honestly think is the medicine for everything, and I will die on the hill of of preaching this, is that it's safety in your body. And so when you're moving and you're stretching into something else, you have to find even like that little exercise that we did of finding safety in the here and now is so helpful because when you're calling in something, a big goal, something that you're manifesting, it's got to feel safe to land. So as you're right in that tipping point of like, there's a lot going on. There's a lot I'm stepping into. There's a big piece of the unknown. Find those places of safety in your body, connect and breathe into it. So then everything that you want to call in has the space to be able to land. And sometimes that's working through the responses, working through the beliefs or the doubts and kind of, you know, peeling all that apart. But it's also really just anchoring into, okay, like I can hold this. I got this. It's not from this old place finding those places of safety, developing more of that capacity in your nervous system. So then you can actually hold everything that that's coming in. 
so good. Okay. One more scenario that I feel is really common is the lots of tabs open, right? So whether that is someone who is, you know, working a full-time corporate job and they've got this like side thing that they're working on and then they come home and they're trying to like be present with their kids or they're really focused on like, I really want to be present with my significant other, with my friends, but there's all of this like open tabs in the back of their head. How do you get yourself to actually be so present in the moment? Is it going back to like finding that external like safety for your body or like, how do you close some of those? Yeah. Yeah. And with clients. Yeah. For sure. I, I, you know, I think something that people try to do when they start to learn this work is they're like, okay, well, I got to go close all the tabs. And like, if you try to go from a hundred to tabs to zero tabs, that's going to put more stress on your body. And I think we judge ourselves of like, oh my gosh, well, I have all these tabs open and there's a lot. I, I always go for like, go for a few that you can begin to, to close. And you might not be in some situations fully present, or you might be like, this is a work in, in progress. And I think it's honestly more how we we treat ourselves when we're trying out all of this new stuff or working on, um, you know, healing our nervous system. Just like when you're in the gym, you're not going to, you know, lift the heaviest weights the first time that you go in there. So you might take a couple of these practices that we talked about today, implement them, and you might, man, in this situation, I was really present, great. And then, you know, two hours later, I didn't feel as present. Like it's such a devotion to like the, the long game with it. And I honestly think it's one, how we treat ourselves when it doesn't go how it's supposed to, because mm. if you have that inner mean girl or that judgment that comes online, it's going to make it 10 times more harder to find a presence or close the tabs. If you're trying to move from, I'm doing this wrong. This is bad. This isn't working. I'm judging myself. So you have to change the relationship. The other thing that's really helpful uh, kind of going back to the safety thing. So the the reason why I talk so much about feeling safety in the body from like an actual primal sense is there's something called polyvagal theory and it's the science of safety. One of the things that they talk about is, you know, in trauma, we find our triggers. We're, we're very aware of what's triggering us. The thing that we don't take as much time to acknowledge are the glimmers, the things that do feel good, the moments where you are present. We focus so much on the triggers instead of the glimmers. So if I'm in a situation like right now with, you know, with you, I'm feeling very present. I'm here. My mind's not in a million other places. I'll just even like breathe that in and notice the co-regulation and connection Mm -hmm. of like, ah, okay, I'm here. Now I might go do something later where I don't feel as present because that's life. And, you know, we have things popping up in different seasons, but try to notice the good and actually take in and digest and receive the good things as much as you're constantly aware of everything that's triggering you. That is such, I mean, that is why I say like you literally feel like an exhale because <laughs> that's so, that's so permission giving to people right now. Like obviously the permission slip that we need to give to ourselves to also, it's almost like looking for the ways that like things are going right for you. Like in this world that we live in, it's like, what's the problem that I need to solve? How can I get better? Especially even in the personal growth space, right? There's a lot of podcasts. It's like, five tips to make you better as like a human. And it's like, okay, but where are those glimmers? Where are the things that you're doing a good job? Where are the moments that you are being present? Where are the times that you catch? Like I've been noticing this for myself. And, you know, honestly, a lot of this has even come from just conversations with you of like, I noticed when a prior version of me would have handled something very differently. And then I let myself after I handle it in a way that I'm more proud of, I let myself like let that sink in. I'm like, gosh, like that was so awesome. Like, look at you, you're letting yourself handle this the way that you would have wanted to when a prior version of you didn't know how you would start to make that more of your default, right? Which is so beautiful because we don't, we don't celebrate that, 
right? Like there's so many of us, like, and even women listening to this, like, I want you to like hear this loud and clear that it's like evolving is amazing and having goals is so important and knowing like the direction of where you want to head and like working on yourself is incredible, but also just like grounding and saying like, I'm doing a hell of a lot better of a job than I give myself credit for. Like breathe that in. That's huge. Mm -hmm. You know? I make people do like a celebration exercise where I'll, they'll, they'll sit in front of me for like five minutes. I'm like, I just want you to celebrate everything. And it can be uncomfortable to like oh, own that, claim that. But if you're listening to this, like I would do that every single day, sit down for a minute, three minutes, five minutes, and just speak it out. Like it's one thing to write it down, but I think with celebration and actually speaking it, you can feel yourself then receive it too. And there's an owning of it. And so if that's something that feels edgy or uncomfortable, I would invite that in because then you, again, you can look more for those glimmers versus always being in this like addiction of like, what's not working. I got to fix myself. I got to get better. You can see what's good and then move from that place. So good. Okay. I have to ask you one other thing that just came to my mind is I remember you and I sitting in a room together and I was like, you are so freaking good at what you do. And like, obviously your track record proves it with all of those credentials and all of the people that you've helped and everything. But how do you feel like you have really started to, cause I feel like you've really evolved and really are letting yourself be seen in a bigger way. And there's a lot of women that struggle with like, they know that they're really good at what they do. And it's this whole idea of, right? Like being the best kept secret. How did you support yourself? Like from a nervous system perspective, energetically, like internally to let yourself really even be bolder. And how are you continuously doing that? That could be helpful for a woman who's like, I know I have so much potential, but I keep holding myself back for insert whatever reason. Like, how, how did you do that? Because you are like, I feel like right now you are just like on a rocket ship to like cyberspace. And it's just like so cool to see. And I'm just over here like, I know her. Let's go. But like how, <laughs> like from an energetic perspective, are you doing that? Because to be honest, that's not something that I've personally really struggled with is I'm like, I'll just put myself out there and I struggle more with like, how do I get safety in other ways when I overreact and something? But for you, it's like, this is a really big deal that you've evolved to the way that you have in the last year or two even. So speak to that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, one, I really devoted myself to it. I was like, okay, if I'm going to declare this, I I don't have any problem going all in with something once I am devoted and committed to it. I'm like, I'm going to do not just like externally, whatever it takes. I'm going to dive in internally and do whatever it takes. And, you know, there was a lot of things I had to work through around like the fear of being misunderstood, the fear of being judged, the fear of taking up that space. Like, who am I to be able to do that? What are people going to think? What, what are people going to say? And yeah. I started to look like, look at all of those different things and how I always describe it's almost like a rubber band. Like I would stretch myself and then I'd find, you know, the safety and I'd ground myself in that. And then I'd stretch myself again and I'd find myself in safety and doing different techniques and modalities and sessions and all of those things. And I just kept working it in that way. Like for me, if I go you know, from here all the way over to this really far away place, that's going to feel like too much for my nervous system, then I'm going to feel blown out. So I'm like, let me expand, find safety there, expand, find safety there, expand, find safety there and work with like my little girl, that little person that lives inside of me that had so much fear of the judgment and honestly find my truth. I'm like, if I know my truth, 
in every situation. I know what I'm here to do. I know what I'm here to hold. I know what I stand for. If that can be my anchor of safety, then anything that I'm calling my shot on, anything that I'm stepping into, I know I got me and I can trust and anchor that that's enough. So there's a lot of like releasing, where am I looking outside of myself or something to rescue me, save me, fix me, validate me, permission me, and just being like, no, like we're going to turn, we're going to turn in, we're going to call this, we're going to find the safety, we're going to expand, find the safety there and just keep moving through it. Even when it feels like you're in that, uh, like the caterpillar and the gooey part of it, you're trying to come out. It's like, you're just, you're devoting to it day in and day out. And that's been my, my season of everything. It's so beautiful to hear you talk about it in this way too, because I think there is a big, conversation around like being committed to something and then being interested in something and how you act in accordance. But a lot of times when people think I'm going to call my shot and I'm going to be bold and I'm going to claim this big vision, or I'm going to actually shoot for the stars on this manifestation that I want to like put into life. They don't think about the actual work that's required on you to believe that you're worthy and capable of doing it. They just go back to what we were talking about earlier, the tactical things. And I'm guilty of this and like, especially early on in my entrepreneurial career where I would call my shot and I'm like, well, I'm just going to like do all of these things and eventually it will work out. And I do have some proof from my past of doing that, that I would get the results that I wanted, but it's like, how do you feel in it? And for you, like recognizing that the capacity for you to evolve to that next level required you actually internally knowing that you're the only person you're going to spend every single second with of every single day. Do I believe that I'm worthy and can sustain this rather than that? I love the rubber band analogy because it's like you can get super hyped, right? Even like, especially people that come to empower her live, right? They're going to get so excited and so pumped up about what's happening. But it's like things like this, like we're talking about in this episode and like the exercise that you're going to do with them on Sunday morning, which I'm so excited about for everyone to get to like be with you in person and understand why I'm so obsessed with you. Um, But that it's like, that's how you're not going to slingshot back to this like uncomfortable. It's like you're, uh, you're building the capacity, but it's like shooting your shot, but also understanding these like small little milestones of stretching just a little bit. That is so much progress and feeling proud of yourself for that progress, you know? For sure. And I feel like it's growing from a new foundation. Like that has always been my commitment with everything. I'm like, if I'm going to grow, if I'm going to call this, if I'm going to do this, I'm not going to do it from the way that I used to do it, even though that might have like quote unquote worked. Because sometimes it does feel like it it works, but it's built on a shaky foundation that's not regulated. And so I'm like, okay, if we're going to do this, we're going to do this from a new place where then I know that there's sustainability, scalability, all of that. And it's going to feel in full alignment versus what I think I'm supposed to be doing in order to be successful or grow or call that thing in. And you have to believe it for yourself, right? Because I've even thinking of a conversation I literally just had with a podcaster who's in this cohort that I'm running, launching her show. And she was like, I did a podcast three years ago, but I never followed through on it then. So I'm nervous that I'm not going to do that again, right? She's looking for evidence from her past to prove that she's capable of doing this now. And I'm like, well, you have to believe that this time is different. So like, let's actually look for how is this time going to be different? How do you feel about this? What are you going to do to support yourself? Yada, yada, yada. But the same rules apply with when you're calling your shot on something, because I'm sure there are some women listening listening in. They're like, I've said that I wanted to do this, that I wanted to run a marathon. I wanted to prioritize my health, or I wanted to have this exceptional marriage, insert whatever the thing is. And then you're looking at, well, the last time I said that I didn't follow through. And it's like, well, have you tapped into like giving yourself the support internally rather than just checking the things off? Cause like doing something to get it done is so different than like doing it to do it. And then to your point, building this solid foundation that you can actually build from. So I 
am obsessed with you. I tell you that all the time. Like whenever I text you, I'm like, I love you. I'm so good. There's the greatest. So tell everyone um, about how they can connect with you. Like tell them about your podcast, all the things, like give them all the rundown because it's hard. It's honestly been difficult for me. Like one of the things about even being friends with you to describe like what it is that you do, because I'm like, you just have to talk to her. Like you just have to understand that she's just going to make you feel like you can do anything (laughs) because she's going to help give you the tools that you need to support yourself, which is the secret sauce. So tell them that. And I love it. Thank you. Thank you for that reflection. Um, (laughs) I am pretty much Erin Nicole coaching everywhere you go. I have the energetics of business podcast. I also have a book called burnout to breakthrough. Uh, so that's a great place if you're kind of wanting to understand some of these concepts and you're like, I, you know, I've struggled with burnout or overachieving, go, go, go do all the things. And you're again, trying to find that from a new foundation. That's also a great tool to be able, and it has some resources. It's not just like a book about my story. There's pieces of that, but again, like, integration stuff between each chapter too. Yeah. And if they're coming to empower her live in a couple of weeks at the time that this episode is released, they're going to get to see you in person. You're going to do a really beautiful like activation for them on Sunday. And I'm just so grateful for how much you just like you show up in just like this presence all the time that I just feel so I feel safe around you. Like I'm like, I could tell her anything right now and she's not judging me. She's just like, okay, I guess you got some squirrels when you close those doors. Whatever it is. So thank you for being yourself. Thank you for doing this work in the world. And everyone go connect with Aaron and thank you again. I appreciate it. Thank you, you so, so much. much. Thank you. you so much for listening in. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you shared it with a girlfriend, like send it to her right now or post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me get the message out. I am so freaking grateful to be on this journey with you, girl. So until next time, I'll talk to you soon.